Tekken Ministry TechCast. Well, welcome once again to the TechCast, the place for all the things techie and tech-related involved in the area of leading worship well. And we want to thank you to all of our listeners that have been passing along our TechCast to their friends and co-workers or other people that would be interested and uh, all the reposts that we've had on various social media platforms. So thank you for tuning in. Thanks for sharing. And we look forward to today because we're going to cover one of the biggest topics that I can think of in the tech world, which is how to prevent feedback. Because feedback is essentially cussing in church. And whenever you watch a movie where they bleep out all the cuss words, that's the exact same sound as the feedback. And it's one of the worst moments for any sound person because they all look back at you and they're like, what'd you do? And sometimes it's not your fault and sometimes it is. And today we're going to talk about how do you avoid that situation completely. Now, there are two main ways to deal with feedback. And most of you are probably familiar with the first, but I have found that many, many, many people do not know about the second. So we'll spend some more of our time there because it really is freeing and allows you to do so much more than you would otherwise. So without further ado, the first one is to put all of the microphones behind the speakers. Well, maybe even before we get to that, let's talk about how feedback occurs. And really, feedback is a microphone hearing itself and then retransmitting itself over and over again. And this happens in a cycle to where then it just starts to produce a steady tone. And then that note will get louder and louder and louder until it maxes out the sound system. And it will either be really high or it can be really low. So again, it's just a microphone hearing itself. So one of the ways, like I mentioned, that you stop that is you put the speakers in front of the microphone. That way the speakers are not projecting sound into the microphone. Now, when it comes to monitors, you can run into some of the same problems because now the speakers are pointed at the microphone, but they're pointed at the back of the microphone. And that's a key feature to understand about most microphones is that they have the ability to not collect sound from behind and to collect from the front. So that way the sound passes by the microphone, but doesn't go into the microphone creating, you guessed it, feedback. So now some people actually go another step further and they just remove all of the monitors and then they're in in-ear monitors and because their microphones are not inside their ears, then you don't have feedback coming from the stage either. So certainly a way and approach that you can get rid of feedback is by, again, putting the speakers out to where they're not projecting into the microphone at all, removing all of the monitors from the stage and putting them in your ear so that way that sound doesn't get into that microphone. Now, for most people, they're doing some sort of hybrid system. And then when it comes to their pastors, they're like, hey, you can only stand right here or right here. And there's this you know, little path that you have of don't move outside of that. Otherwise, we're going to have feedback. And sometimes you have that because you have camera issues or lighting. But most pastors would like to move around. And so when they start to do that, all the sound people get a little nervous because, oh, man, here comes oh feedback because he's walking in front of the speaker. So there is another way that you can avoid feedback without necessarily having to worry about where the speakers are placed. And the first time I found this out was when I went down to South America. And down there, they don't have monitors. Now, there's certainly some places that will have them, but for a vast majority, they don't, partly because they can't afford it and partly because they figured out a different system. 
And that is that you put one speaker directly behind you and the other speaker in front of you. And then that becomes your monitor. And I thought, oh man, this is going to be so terrible. All the feedback, how are we going to make this work? What are we going to do? And then I tried it and realized that if you control how much sound is being collected by the microphone and don't make that too large, you can actually stand right in front of a speaker and not have any feedback. And I know even as I'm saying that, that is blowing your minds, but it's the truth. And we found that if you harness this principle, you really can put your speakers anywhere you want to. You can walk anywhere you want to. That provides a lot of freedom and you can have your mics on without having to worry about muting all of your open microphones. You don't have to put a gate on them. If you don't know what those are, don't worry, but it's pretty cool. So the main thing that is involved there is dealing with gain. And gain is often very misunderstood by the sound world, and there certainly are some different approaches to it. But gain is really the only place within the whole system that you are controlling how much sound you're collecting. Because almost every other place on the soundboard, you're pushing sound, you're adding sound, you're amplifying. So on a microphone, there's this invisible bubble that proceeds out. And if you buy a microphone, it comes with a little graph that shows you what that looks like. And each microphone is a little different. And some microphones, it's just a big old round bubble. Some of them have a little different shape to them. And that helps you avoid some feedback when you're dealing with monitors. There's lots of applications. So then this gain control is what makes that bubble larger or smaller. And the larger you make that, then the more it collects. If you can, I sometimes picture it as a vacuum that's collecting sound out from the air. So if you make that bubble big enough, it's eventually gonna get to where it's hitting the speaker and then the speaker's gonna put sound into the microphone that creates that feedback cycle and then you're gonna have that annoying sound. So what you can do is then shrink that bubble by turning down the gain. And I often try to make the gain as small as possible. And what happens is this inverse reaction where if you make the gain bubble small and push the sound louder through the sound system, you actually don't have as much feedback as if you were to make the gain bubble bigger and turn the volume down. So you have to learn how to control the gain. Now on a wired microphone, meaning that you actually plug a cable into that and it runs directly to your soundboard, that control is on your soundboard. And it's usually the top knob, which will be either trim or gain. And that controls, again, how much sound is collecting. So the easiest way to find out how big that bubble is, is to take your microphone and to snap in front of that microphone. And the further away you are, you kind of move closer and then all of a sudden you'll start to hear it. And that's how you know where the edge of that bubble is. Now, if it's way out, like a few feet from you, well, if you put that microphone right to your face, it's now picking up a foot and a half behind you. Well, hopefully nobody is trying to use that microphone with you and you really only need a bubble that's gonna be as far as where your mouth is because you don't need to pick up the sound from your ears, you don't need to pick up the sound from the back of your head, you just need it right there. So make that bubble small. This alone will almost automatically take care of all of your feedback issues because it's not collecting further than you need. So now if you have a wireless microphone, and this is the one that most people don't realize is that gain is actually somewhere on the actual unit. Now this is true for handheld microphones, it's true for the body packs that you would plug in, you know, your pastor's lapel to. All of those controls will be either inside of the microphone unit or on the body pack. 
And you'll probably have to get out your instruction manual to find where it is. And almost all the time when I go to a church, that's the first adjustment that I make is I grab their pack and I say, hey, let me check your settings. And then I open it up and find where it is. And sometimes it's a tiny little screwdriver adjustment. Sometimes it's just a switch. But I say, hey, let's try that. And we'll turn it down and they're like, oh, I didn't know that that did that. Or I'll unscrew some microphone and kind of put it in half and be like, oh, here's the switch. Or here's the little screwdriver place where you adjust that. And it makes a huge difference. So some microphones only give you 10 decibels of reduction. Some of them will give you 48. Some of them will go almost down to infinity to where you can just get it smaller and smaller and smaller. And that would be one thing that I would look for if I was buying some sort of wireless gear, which is how much control do I have over that gain? So then what happens is on the regular soundboard, that gain knob that on a wired microphone does control the size of that bubble, that knob is actually just volume. And that's somewhat difficult for people to understand. Sometimes they're like, oh, well, I keep turning the gain down. Well, you're not actually adjusting the gain. You're just turning up the volume that's coming from the base unit which then is being controlled by the body pack or the wireless microphone that has the gain control on it. So definitely check that out, make it as small as possible, and then turn it up from the other sources. That right there, my friends, is worth listening to this podcast. It's worth sharing it around because it will help you. If you have any questions about that, please feel free to contact us at musicandministryconference at gmail.com or you can always just visit our website at musicandministry.co. Well, until next week, go check those gain settings and uh, be awesome. Until then, God bless.